This is a public service announcement from the Dakota Territory and Governor Pennington. Dear constituents, due to the outbreak of the virus, all citizens of the Dakota Territory have been ordered to shelter in place. Only essential personnel are to be outside their ramshackle cabins. This includes doctors, stagecoach drivers, bartenders, car cheats, and whores. Pox tents will be set outside most major mining camps. Or if you prefer, just drag your loved ones out in the woods and let nature and or the wolves take their course. Together we can beat this scourge of smallpox so we can live another day and die of some other awful diseases. Thank you. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. That is fantastic, everyone. Uh, hi, welcome back. Welcome back, Our back. Welcome, first, first to how the West was. Fuck. Yep, coming to you live from uh, the Forbidden Zone in uh, Seattle, Washington. COVID nineteen, ground zero for the United States of America. In the house. It's gonna be a weird. Sh- it's gonna be a weird show today. I. Bo am uh, recording here, sequestered in my home, uh, Hell Creek Studios, well provisioned, well armed. I'm looking at him through uh, Skype right now. I'm looking at him through Skype right now, and it looks like the fucking Punisher's like girlfriend's bedroom. It's it's gussied up. What I shoot for. It's gussied up a little bit, but it's all with like skulls and guns and shit. Because I don't think the Punisher, yeah. I don't think the Punisher would actually like gussy up anything. But if he had a girlfriend, she probably would. No. Well, I have like a, a kerosene Some lantern. Doilies. Co- kerosene lantern collection and i have some like old west stuff i got my buffalo skulls and and my my arrows and but i also have like my claymore well uh, like fake claymore mine they're good try their fucking atf but yeah (laughs) my fake claymore claymore mine and my inert law rocket and uh inert rocket other chotskis it's a rocket that it is no longer it doesn't do anything it just shoots a dud it is no longer nert. It is inert. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I oh, once got I th- the nert. And then Tony, you're recording from what Little Oze Studios or One and a Half Master Studios? What do you what do you what do you uh, refer to your all that shit as? Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, little little bastards. The the creative entertainment multiplex. <laughs> the power couple, also, the power couples castle. I uh I we have a we have a walk-in closet. I'm doing the air quotes walk-in closet. It's a fucking huge closet, and it was just uh might as well have been a fucking uranium mine for like the last five years. Like you could not go in there. It was impossible. So I I hollowed this fucker out uh, yesterday and threw out a bunch of shit and reorganized. And now I'm actually inside recording from the bowels of it. Yeah, and yeah, now uh, what? Uh, you and your 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 daughter have uh, separate rooms. You and your wife have a little bit of. 
Uh, we're still we're slowly working in that direction. Basically, everybody sleeps in the living room on a mattress that is the bed or is the couch. Also, that weird couch that I built that's got a the fold up like uh, memory foam mattress on it. Anyways, we flopped that on the ground. We all sleep on it okay. for now because I just haven't felt like doing shit yet. But this is the first move in a nope. in uh the new new era of our house. Right on. And then Will, you are at your new domicile out there on the uh on the uh, peninsula. I don't know what you would. Call it like fucking. It's a fucking uh, meth head heights or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, no way. You live in Grapeview? No. Nice. Manchester by the sea. More. It's actually quite not fancy, but not too bad. Uh, you, for you folks back home, we tried this earlier this afternoon and we had some kind of Hindenburg kind of failure action happens. Will, so Will's, Will's got an old house. Garage, I, Will's got an old house with shitty plugs and uh, the fucking plug to his computer just fell out of the wall and he lost like <laughs> an hour and a half of recording. So we we are starting it over. Was <laughs> it, Sorry. Was, it, it was the ghost. No, my, my camera says it's not working, so <laughs> I can restart it if you want to. No, I fuck, just, I don't give a shit. I don't give a we'll shit. We'll just roll on. Yeah. Okay. Well, because like, like the energy for your for your your environmentally friendly ghost and unplug your unusable stuff, you know, to keep you from using too much power. That's all it well, is. Well, I was planning on putting another layer of soundboard on. That's why I haven't put in new plugs, and I've never had plugs just fall out of walls before. Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's not man. A, a good thing. You've never yeah. lived in a place where the walls bled either, but there's a first time for everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's strange. The blood usually gets off on the fifth floor. <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs> you tell me Danzig wants to buy this house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well provisioned with. I got me a. I got me a pink drink. Pink and drink. I got a Rainier. I got a Rainier, but uh, the rest of my new 18 pack has to cool off in the fridge. And then I'm also got some of. Uh, some bitch is hot. I've got. Ooh, I've, I've got I've got old uh, uh, sloppy Joe's Serbian snake juice. If I really get desperate, I don't know. If oh you yeah, shit, Tony. I thought that was Mississippi mud. No, it looks no. like a Mississippi mud bottle. Well, when uh, when Joe gave this to me before he moved to Chicago, yeah. he had it uh, lovingly stored in a distended uh, plastic water bottle from Serbia. Oh shit! So I thought I I thought that it would be better to put it in a more handsome container. No shit. Yeah, a for real. Vessel. Yeah. So I'm sure it's so pretty like, hell. Like no, this hell. is Ser- this this is a Ser- a Serbian. Uh, he calls it a brandy. A brandy, it but that's brandy. It, no. It'll take the fucking tar off a roof, dude. It, yeah, it's like uh, you know, like uh, Mari's uh, fox juice. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like that only only Serbian style. Yeah, okay. So if I if I run out of pink drink and beer, then I'm gonna have to drink Serbian snake juice. Oh shit! Well, but uh, but at least it's in a period appropriate uh, uh, vessel. So. Let's get let's get to the fucking show before Bo gives himself alcohol poisoning. Uh, oh, is, well, I thought we had to we had to at least explain fruity hell to the people too. Oh, fruity uh, hell! Well, sure. <laughs> Go ahead, Bo. Well, do, you, do you want to do that or shall I? You do it, man. Well, it's your you do a ex- great job. Area of expertise. I just oh. had some for maybe only ten years, not thirty like you. Oh, did. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, long story short, you know, in the uh, in the time when we were in high school and we couldn't get much booze. Long ago, uh, before the dawn of time. Uh, Sorry. Exactly. I, I, I just basically grabbed a little nip of, like, everything my dad had in the liquor cabinet and poured it into an army canteen, right? And uh, then I, I mixed it in with some juice, and I brought it over to Oily's house out there in North Dakota. And we were nipping off that, and it, it, it was really 
pungent, but it was kind of fruity. And like uh, our buddy Dave uh, coined it uh, the name Fruity Hell. And then I, I poured a little bit. Basically, we, we like for some reason, it stayed over at Garner's house for a long time. And we kept on adding, like, when we'd have booze, like, the ends of bottles and shit, we'd add them. Or whenever, like, juice is about to run out, we'd add it. So we just kept on adding shit to it. So it, it would never run out. It would, like, replenish. And it would change flavors and colors and, like, all that shit. And eventually it had to live in a two-liter bottle that you had, used to have to let the pressure off of because otherwise it was getting <laughs> close to exploding. That's my and, favorite and whenever, part. And when it, whenever somebody moved into a new house, like uh, Carter would like uh, 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 give them a, a, a starter. Like, it, it's almost like sourdough. You know, you give them a little starter nugget of it and you get your own fruity hell for your new house. <laughs> and I think I think is I, what did that shit last like 15 or 20 years, like basically in one form or the other? Yeah, I mean, there, there was shit I kept there, like, mine in the back of the car. <laughs> well, there was at one point, like the in the in the main mother brew. I know there was at least one or two like Garfield temper- temporary tattoos, like <laughs> dissolved in it, <laughs> and like mustard and shit. When you die and they at do an point, autopsy, they're gonna find a tattoo of fucking Garfield stuck to the inside of your stomach lining <laughs> on my liver, <laughs> right on right on my liver. But, well, uh, it, but it, yeah, eventually she finally did die. But I. But it was restarted, wasn't it? Because I had some when we went down there, like in what? What was that? Twenty eleven? Oh, no, no, no it, no, it died after that. Oh, after I that? Think. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I know. No, no Carter cult, cult uh, Carter kind of did like this Shaolin monk ass motherfucking like come to the mountain to the fountain of youth shit and just kind of kept that shit living for decades. Good God! So good on you, Carter. It's like a bonsai tree, only more poisonous. <laughs> But, uh, All right, everybody, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to How the West Was Fucked, live yeah. from quarantine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, liked, I still liked, I like to call Seattle the Forbidden Zone just because it sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. Although it sounds like New York's going to get actually quarantined before we do, even though they're confused about that. So, And I doubt it'll actually happen because I don't know how legal it is, but that's what they're talking yeah. about on my way to 7-Eleven today. So. you got to refer to everybody as an outlander. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when I'm on, you know, when I in the past when I've been camping and on mushrooms, I refer to everybody that's not in my camping group as Yankees, and I don't understand why I do that because I'm from fucking North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, not South more... Dakota. <laughs> yeah, but any which way. All right. Well, since like we said, we already tried to like kind of run through this a little bit before. So Tony's not going to be as surprised, but it doesn't really matter because he does know uh, more than average about this topic. But yeah, I wasn't Tony, surprised uh, in the first place. Yeah, I know. But we're going to do the traditional thing. And Tony, uh, tell me what you know about the Bone Wars. Was that about the late 1800s pornography arms race? It, it, it could be. Uh, it could be. No, or... I think it's uh, two paleontologists. I'm going to put air quotes on that one, too. Um, well, that... actually, it was it was Rustler, not Hustler magazine. <laughs> Rustler, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at the udders on that shit, dude. Um, the, uh, oh, gross. Uh, it's about two yeah, quote unquote paleon. I... What Salem Zoo? I, I Salem Zoo. If yes, yeah, okay, sorry. Con- go ahead. It's the giant concrete Holstein outside of uh, Bismarck, Salem Zoo. <laughs> the bull's head. But uh, also, uh, I I think if you. If you ever call a woman's breast udders to her face, she should legally be allowed to shoot you. Oh, I think that, absolutely. I think that'd be fair. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> shoot you a mean look. Um, so it's two, two quote-unquote paleontologists that were uh, at each other's 
cutthroats trying to become the best and most famous paleontologist in the world to that effect. I don't know details, but I know they fucking hated each other, and they were, like, fucking up each other's digs to try to, you know, screw up their livelihood or whatever so the other one could win. That's that's pretty much the uh, the Cliff Notes version of it, so... But yeah, we're going to delve a little more into the, the details about these two fine fellows and, and their struggle to see who's better at science about, like, uh, about what at that time they just termed giant lizards, you know, in a time where they just kind of gotten over, like, bloodletting or trying to weigh your soul or <laughs> trying to the measure four humors. Yeah, that was my me- favorite. Measuring prayers. Yeah, yeah, do you know anything? Like, how, how did that work? What's the system on the measuring prayers, Will? I don't know. I think it's... Grams or I think it's the same rules stone. as who, the same rules as whose line is it anyway? Where the points don't matter, I just make them up as I go along. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. Well, actually, I feel like we need to delve into that at some point. That maybe might be a good one for like um, uh, maybe another Halloween one or something. We can deal with also the uh, the seances and bullshit that were going oh, on yeah. at that time. Yeah, but it, that that'd be something to do some little research on. Is like how does one measure a soul? In the 1800s, we still got to yeah, we still got to do an ectoplasm one too. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, this is not too long after uh, uh, Charles Darwin, uh, you know, in the in the Voyage of the Beagle kind of ordeal uh, rolled out, and these are guys that are uh, influenced. Like you know, uh, a lot of people forget, like dinosaurs were discovered in in the earlier 1800s. Well, I mean, they've been discovered, but they're like the bones are always misinterpreted. As mythological shit, I know uh, Protoceratops uh, might have been the reason why people thought griffins were a thing, because they found these like uh, lion head sized things with a with a beak in the Mongolian desert, and then they interpreted the weird like crest thing they had as like wings. That was one of them, and uh, I think Tony, before you were talking about like uh, oh the elephant skulls, you know, mammoth and elephant skulls, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll post one of those up on uh, on the Instagram because they're fucking like looking at an elephant skull, you could see why people that were like really uh into uh what you, mysticism would be like it was a giant one-eyed man so it looks like a fucking cyclops skull and it's huge well i think you're being pretty generous with into mysticism rather than <laughs> just fucking scientifically ignorant as fuck like maybe you know, so yeah column a column b into mysticism yeah <laughs> right that was my uh, uh that was so my joseph oh sorry go go oh no i was just Gonna go. Just gonna start the show. Let's do it. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, Joseph Leedy was the uh, guy who found the first one in 1856. He was kind of uh, co. No. Once again, he was the first one that found it in Estados Unidos. Oh. Because before which is, was, which is French yeah. for the United States, if you say it in mm. Spanish. Oh, gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the first ones that were recognized as being dinosaurs were found. Uh, I want to say like eighteen, like sixteen or something. I looked it up earlier today. Now I can't remember. But uh, Sir Richard Richard Dawson. Does that sound right? He's ah, Rick, all day. Richard Dawson that's, was that's the fucking guy from, host. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he was the host of uh, was it Family Feud? Family Feud yeah. and uh, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> oh, he's kissing okay. those old ladies. Okay, so it's not Richard Dawson. But anyway, uh... <laughs> yeah, he was in The Running Man, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hello. Uh, well, welcome to Weekend Under Quarantine. Time has no meaning. Dr. Richard no Dawson. Time. There's the mm. only when the sun comes up, the sun goes down, when I must work from home, and how much alcohol do I have in the house? That's the only things that we measure time by anymore. 
Yeah. But uh, I'll look it up again. Carry on, Will. So uh, Cope and Marsh are the guys we're talking about. O.C. Marsh. How do you pronounce Oatmeal? Othniel. Othniel Uh, Charles. Well, Charles, yeah, Charles Othniel Marsh. Like, yeah. And then uh, Edward Drinker Cope. Because mm. he drinks to cope. Yep. Except for these two guys should do. be these two guys yes. should be like flying around airships, fucking with each other. Like it, it well, really <laughs> feels like that with those fucking names, dude. Well, my thing is there. Uh, one of the things I wish would come to pass. There needs to be a movie about this shit, and there mm-hmm. was going to be, and it was going to be a uh, uh, Steve Carell from the fucking Office was going to be Edward Drinker Cope. And uh, the problem is the guy that played Tony Soprano was going to be Marsh. And then he oh, passed away right before. Yes. Fuck. So What a pussy. And I, He's th- a big th- pussy. You could have just said well, no to the, the, why, to the movie if you didn't want to do it. Why the why the fuck don't you just like grab like Nick Offerman or somebody like some beefy beardy guy? And he could be really know, serious. Mar- Nick Offerman could be super Mar- serious. Marshall, doesn't have to be serious. In fact, I, I believe that the movie would be actually kind of funny because they're both such dim-witted assholes when it comes to anything that's not describing new species. They're kind of f- fuck-arounds, you know? Holy shit. Even though they're the are you, are best you okay, at it, Tony? they're still not very good. It looks like you just got taken hostage or into the Blair Witch Project or some shit. Yeah, I just noticed there's a light switch right next to me. This is fucking awesome. Sorry, this is bad radio. Yeah, now, Anyways, now now you're just a disembodied head. Oh yeah, for all you <laughs> folks out home, he 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 turned off the lights and it suddenly looked far spookier than him sitting in the closet. But yeah, what you need got what, that. What you need, man, is you need some black lights. Oh shit, that's that's phase two of the studio. Studio. <laughs> black lights and then I don't know, maybe some glow in the dark face paint. You can make yeah. it all uh, fucking. Art project. Yeah, see anyway. how much jizz are on the guitars. <laughs> yeah, I already know how much jizz are on the guitars. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Marsh and Cope meet each other in Berlin in 1863. So what else was going on in the world in uh, 1863? Civil fucking war. Oh shit! Oh. I was gonna say the uh, pornographic arms race. Mm-hmm. Rustler. So, Marsh was 32 at the time. Uh, Cope was younger, 23. They met at the University of Berlin. Go brown shirts. And uh, they're both Way taking the early. grand tour of Europe and studying there. What? Way too early for that. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't the Kaiser still, like, in charge? I know. We, we hadn't even got to World War One yet. Come on. <laughs> it's not even fair to use, like, Nazi shit unless it's post-World War One. So, I call foul. Call, call fucking foul. Boo. Okay. All right. Well, when they first meet, they're actually kind of halfway friendly. Um, each named a fossil after each other, so that's uh, well, yeah, that's nice. Well, and of course they were kind of friendly because they were both uh, dodging the fucking draft for the Civil War by being in Berlin. So you know, they're both trust fund kids, too, yeah. more or less. Imagine uh, that. Both first. Fantastic. <laughs> So Cope was sent bones from uh, Kansas, uh, that uh, large 25-foot marine reptile that looked like Ogopogo. Uh, it took him a year to assemble that. Then when Marsh sees it, he lets him know that the head is on the wrong end. The head is on the ass. Then they, yeah. then they invented the word <laughs> butthead. What are you looking at, butthead? What are you looking at, butthead? So what's up to you, butthead? 
Must be rough being named after a complete butthead. He's a butthead just like his old man. Just get in the car, butthead. Which was, uh... Yep. Yep, which was taken over by, uh, every asshole with long hair in the 80s. I... I'm thinking that that word, like, since there's been language, was probably about the first or third, like, insult ever come up with in, <laughs> yeah, totally. in, in any language. He whose ass is like a head. Oh, wait. He yeah. whose head is like an ass. I think the ass is more important. <laughs> I'm a headband myself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now I'm just so, Cope... Oh. Yeah, Cope tries to uh, buy back all the uh, the papers that were printed on it after he fucks it all up. Uh, of course, he doesn't have a degree like uh, Marsh does, so all his reputation is based on his work rather than all the learning, book learning. He has. I have a black belt right. paleontology, right. motherfucker. Right, which is probably why, uh, like, what, Marsh uh, published, like, two pieces to, like, co-publishing, like, 30? 30 Ooh, in, like, the first couple of years, yeah. Because if you can't get them with quality, you get them with volume. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's it's like McDonald's versus like a, a two moons burger. You know, like uh, yeah, we've sold more, bitch. That makes us better. <laughs> yeah, you know, ours is better, just because it's it's better. Like, it's it's actually better. Yeah, and uh, that was Marsh's usual gripe about Cope is that he did pretty shoddy work, but at least he did the work, and Marsh would take like a year to do one paper and and if he wasn't getting pushed into printing more he probably wouldn't have only uh only had like you know one paper a year or something like that but he does step it up after a while step, uh, it, up. step it up so by 1870 now they're fighting over fossil sites and uh marsh buys uh the uh, marl pits out of new jersey out from under cope so right. after that they're not very friendly <laughs> right, and let's let's pause here because, like, uh, in our initial thing, we oh we yeah, what the all, fuck's like, a marl pit again? Mar, yeah, what the fuck is marl? So we we looked it up, and I guess I should have known this, but yeah, it's it's uh, sedimentary deposits of like mud shale and uh, diatomaceous, like kind of like limestoney kind of shit. It's basically it's it's soil that or and rock that's really good for fossilization. And uh, earlier, like in the one nobody has heard. Um, I'm going to go through real quick um, like how shit gets fossilized generally at least as uh, as far as dinosaurs go it's basically something fucking dies gets covered up with sediment really quick to keep other animals from getting at it getting having bacteria get into it and causing it to degrade so, so like a mudslide uh, or something you know, like a mudslide yeah. or like um, uh, in the case of there's a velociraptor and a protoceratops in Mongolia they figure had a sand dune fall on them oh shit and it's the famous it's the famous one where they're, they were killed while they were fighting oh yeah I've seen actually, that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but it can happen. It can happen a lot of ways. But uh, generally, it'll happen near water because, like, where's the best source of like silt and shit is rivers. So you'll you'll you get these whole mass like dinosaur graveyards of where like a herd of something was trying to cross probably a swollen river, and they all got the ones that didn't make it across get swept downstream, all deposited in say like an oxbow, and then get covered up in mud really quick. And the predators really can't get at them. Bacteria doesn't get it. So these get all covered up in mud and it's deprived of oxygen, so they're not decaying. But over the years, um, um, uh, the silicates and other kind of minerals uh, move into the cellular structure of the bones and replace the actual bone with with mineral. So like when he was looking at a dinosaur bone, it's not like a bone; it's actually a rock. It's just it it, it it's just like every organic cell out of that been more replaced. Or less, 
has been replaced. And there's some debate, like, uh, there's people keep on claiming every once in a while they'll find a bone that still has some organic shit in it, which is exciting if it was real. Yeah, because you could, you could check for real. DNA, right? Well, this getting into some Michael Crichton Jurassic Park shit right, there. Right, right. Um, you could ostensibly maybe even clone that shit if cloning technology came up. So it, it has some huge implications, but I highly, me personally, I highly doubt... You know the 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 the, the, old, or the newest old dinosaur bone is at least sixty five million years old. I mean, like, so I I just don't see anything lasting that long. I, I guess you know without significant breakdown in the DNA strands and shit like that. But I, I digress. But yeah, I, I thought it was important to talk about. When we're talking about these marl pits. It's it's referring to um, strata. And, and, and uh, geology, that's really good for preserving bone in a fossilized state. So marl is just that kind of clay shit. Like, that's what... Because we're like, what the fuck is a marl? Yeah. Because it, it literally... It, it sounds like the guy that sits at the end of the bar with an eye patch and, like, a baseball <laughs> bat over his shoulder. You know, oh, that's like, just marl. Whatever. Don't worry about him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feed him enough Bud Lights, he'll be fine. Uh, so I just, anyway, I, I found the... Can you explain how Viagra works? Yeah, right. I found the... That, that sounds like kind of like Preserving bones, thing. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found, I found the Mongolian, um, uh, fighting fossils, uh, and you can buy a, yeah. you can buy a, a plaster of them shipped to your house yeah, I know. for 9,500 yeah. bucks. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, Sharper image? Another thing to point out to people uh, is whenever you see dinosaur bones in a museum, often, especially if they're mounted in a standing position, they're often not the actual bones. Um, uh, oftentimes, those are those are cataloged and left away for scientific study, and they're often uh, there are replicas made of them. Uh, a because dinosaur bones, since it is petrified rock, is really heavy and really hard to mount, and if you mount it onto a, a frame, it's really hard to study, and you're fucking it up. So generally, a lot of cases, especially nowadays, what they'll do is they make a discovery. If it's good quality, they'll make a cast of it. And then uh, it can be also then distributed to museums around the world. So you don't have to just go to Berlin to see, like, the Archaeopteryx. You can see a copy of it. So uh, Also, if you, yeah. go to, if you go to a museum and you mount a fossil, they will fucking, st- they will tase the shit out of you and take you to prison. Every single well, there time. Are some, mm-hmm. There are some museums in Amsterdam that I believe if you slip the guy a 20. Um, a 20 bag? I digress. But what I, I guess what I was going with uh, Tony is, yeah, they're fucking expensive. Those casts are expensive, but they're, you know, they're, they're very highly accurate. And in, ca- in a lot of cases, if you've seen the T-Rex in various museums, you've probably seen the same T-Rex. Just depends on which museum you go right. to. And which T-Rex, because there's only, like, I think, like, nine or ten of them that are, like, full enough to have been copied over the years. Um, but, uh, yeah, the casts are heinously expensive. Um, I was down, actually, the the fighting fossils, I was, I was down in South Dakota in Hill City. Um, it's the place that, if anybody's familiar with uh, Sue, like, the big uh, female T-Rex, that uh, there was a whole government intervention. She got, like, confiscated by the government and then auctioned off. I think she's at the Field Museum now. Holy shit. Uh, we should just cover that. That's a good one. Confiscated too, yeah. by the government? Like contraband yeah, dinos? That. Yeah, there's a movie called, like, I think it's like Dinosaur 98 or 94 or whatever the fuck, but it's about Sue. But uh, uh, actually, this little, uh, I got this little Triceratops head. I actually bought that at the museum down in Hill City where cool. 
they had had two confiscated from them, but those guys also found uh, Stan, who's like the second biggest thus far. Or Bo had Bo had that fucking skull to, to like like right in front of him to show me offhand, like immediately. That was imp- impressive. Well, it's, it's part of my tchotchkes on my desk, so gotcha. You know. But either which way, uh, those guys, uh, they're, it's the Black Hills um, Institute, um, and they uh, they actually, that's their business, is they make casts of these kind of fossils. Um, and they actually, when I was down there, they had a copy of the fighting dinosaurs down there hanging on the wall, as well as a copy of Sue. And it's a pretty small museum, but it's chock fucking full of awesomeness. Tight. But maybe someday we'll do something else about that. But um, I'm sorry, we, we, uh, we kind of went off track, but... That's fine. Yeah, it, yeah it was and in- uh, Sue is named after the lady who found her. You are correct. Yep. So let's get up to uh, Marsh. Grew up without any money. His mother died at age three. His mom was older than three, but Marsh was three, I think. Uh, so Marsh and his sister go away to live with relatives for a short bit. And uh, when they returned, the father had remarried with a house full of stepkids. Yay! Hooray. But As it was said. his mother's brother that was the rich dude, George Peabody. Dun, dun, dun. Right. He didn't. Which, he didn't. Golden Showers is his nickname, I guess. Well, it was Peabody, uh, like basically a famous philanthropist, kind of one of the guys that started philanthropy. Full on rapist. In the way that we have it now. And it gets stung up like bad all over my face and stuff. And then, you know, it starts bleeding. Oh, sounds interesting. What is it that you do again? I'm I'm like a janitor. I'm I'm a full on rapist, you know? Uh, Africans, dyslexics, children, that sort of thing. I'm sorry. Did you say you're a full on rapist? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I help, I help people. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm a, a full, a full, in, a full in. Um, a philanthropist. Yeah, that's not, exactly what it is. It like gets, you know, you know how you have like the Carnegie Foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Peabody was one of the ones that kind of started that. Mm. Also, I think if I'm not mistaken, um, you know how there was like J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah. I, I think the P in the JP is Peabody. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. So like Johnson and Peabody, Johnson and Johnson and Peabody, Morgan and Chase. Nah, it, it was. Um, oh, I always thought JP was like some it, like John Paul Morgan Chase was the like one dude's name it, or something. John Paul Getty. It was. It Do you know what Getty means in Japanese? Let me look at her. Bob. <laughs> diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah. Cha cha cha. Came up Let's another see. time for some reason. Because we were talking about Getty Lee. <laughs> And I fucking oh. and I fucking hate that band. I I I don't hate them as people. You're not Canadian. They're fantastic enough. musicians. I just don't can't get into their music. I think we've had this discussion. Before. Yes, we have. Like yeah, with uh, with Canadians, it was all about John Cougar Mellencamp for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever hear that band? Um, that band, John Cougar Concentration Camp. Yes. Yes. I think we've. <laughs> Ario Speed Dealer. Ario Speed Dealer is the shit. That band is fucking awesome. I'm having some. Yeah, yeah. But they had to change their name to. Uh, so it's just Speed Dealer. Dealer? Yeah, just like Green Jello had to become Green Jelly. Fire 
Ario Speedwagon, the band, sued him, right? But Ario Speedwagon, the band, stole their name from a defunct car company from like the 30s or 20s or something like that. Bastards. But okay, anyway, anyway yeah, uh, 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 Peabody took on Junius Spencer Morgan as a uh, uh, partner in 1854, and their joint business would go on to become J.P. Morgan Chase. No shit. So, yes. So, so that this guy, even back in, like, 1854, he had, he had, he had, he had a buck or two laying around. He had a couple, couple dollars. And back, and back then, two dollars was, like, like, a million bucks. Fuck. Just buying and selling it, man. Fucking. The 1% was even more of a 1% back then. Yep. So, uh, Peabody pays for Marsh to go to school in uh, Yale. Uh, he studies hard and finished eighth in his class. Um, Out of nine. It was his, yep. It was his aunt who controlled his allowance since his uncle was in London. So all the correspondence we have is just her complaining about him spending too much money, even though they're rich beyond any sort of imagination. Uh, his uncle went to Harvard and, you know, would donate to Harvard, but Marsh convinced him to donate to Yale and to make a museum for him of natural history and slap his name on it just like they do oh, today. Oh, nice. Hey, Pop, and donate to Yale. Well, who's going to run the wing? So, I will. Yep, exactly. Nice. Marsh got his uncle to put him in the board of trustees and to make a department of paleontology, hence give Marsh a job for life. And he never had to teach a, uh, any classes for being a professor. So basically, he oh, just man. was collecting bones. <laughs> <laughs> man, that must have been just rough. Life. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. uh, Fucking asshole. <laughs> yep. So, uh, the best place to go looking for dinosaur bones is where? The old well, fucking West. Yeah. Or just depends. the West now. <laughs> depends on what depends on what kind of dinosaurs, but yes. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, Actually, because right, I've seen the Valley right of Kwanji. Like, those, those, uh, those yeah. fucking cowboys were shooting up dinosaurs left and right, man. Yeah. Well, they find a lot of shit these days in, like, uh, China and Mongolia, Argentina... Uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, you know, that's where, like, Spinosaurus is from. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Old West is fucking full of shit. Uh, from all the way, uh, even up into Canada, like Alberta, down through Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. I mean, that's that's um, that's kind of a hotbed for uh, that kind of shit. And that's uh, mostly... I mean, the majority uh, uh, Cretaceous and Jurassic period, but uh, Triassic is in there, too, especially around uh, Ghost Ranch, New Mexico, where, like, uh, George O'Keefe went and painted vagina flowers. Mm. That was a lot of, that was a lot of uh, Triassic stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. Don't go anywhere. How the West Was Fucked will be right back. Hey folks, it's Crazy Ernie from Crazy Ernie's Previously Owned Horse Emporium. It's a giant general store of previously owned horses. I got so many previously owned horses, people come up to me all the time and say, Hey, Crazy Ernie, where'd you get all those previously owned horses? Looky here, I got brown previously owned horses, spotted previously owned horses, black previously owned horses. I got enough previously owned horses to choke a camel. I also got camels. That's right, you come down here in the next hour and a half and buy a previously owned horse from me and I'll throw in an army surplus camel for just one penny. That's Crazy Ernie's Previously Owned Horse Emporium. Just take the 310 to Yuma right next to Jared's Barber and Bloodletting. So come on down or I swear to God I will bayonet all 40 of these goddamn mules. 
So Marsh takes his first journey out west in 1868. He took along his uh, Yale students, but charged them 15000 apiece to come along. So and we're talking uh, 15000 what year? Uh, 1868. Yep, and that's Holy more than shit. some people would make in their entire lifetime. <laughs> and <laughs> Marsh... Marsh was more of the dick. Uh, Cope was more of a just annoying prick. Um, Marsh was a Darwin head. Uh, Origin of Species just came out like 12 years earlier, even though the it took him, you know, Darwin 20 years to write that shit because well, he had to finish all the recipes off for all the turtles and stuff that he ate. Yeah, and like learn how to taxidermy anything rather than just like packing it in boxes and drying it out. And Yeah. <laughs> We should actually do Darwin one of these days. Uh, I think the That's dollop the did rest. one like recently, and uh, turns out they, they, they absolutely did. But... <laughs> That's some shit I did not know about that man. Mm-hmm. Again, if you want to listen to a better podcast, listen to them. Listen to the <laughs> yeah, dollop. They, yeah, they cover some of the same shit we do, but we're more limited in scope. And I know how to pronounce names better than Dave Anthony, I think. And how no. things work. <laughs> Dave, what's a heck of a tomb? Fuck, I looked it up and now I forgot. Oh, man. Uh, home? Uh, let's just say bag of bones. Okay. So Marsh and company go to Fort McPherson on the Platte in Nebraska. The day they get there, a hunting party returned to the fort. One of them with an arrow in his arm. Oof. So you can see there's still a hostilities. Also with him was Buffalo Bill, who helped him pick out the horses. He was supposed to guide him, but after one day in, he left to go hunt Indians. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to go start a circus. Yeah, he's like, he's like oh, okay, fucking I'm, I'm tired of hearing you. I'm going to go um, hunt Indians. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go hunt Indians. Just imagine nah. a bunch of like George Bushes running around. That's, that pretty, would be the Yaleys. Pretty much. <laughs> well, that, oh. like, yeah. Well, uh, while Bill, Tony, for your edification, did not start his Wild West show until far later, this is when he was still actually doing stuff. Because uh, Buffalo Bill actually did do stuff other than have his circus. He was actually kind of okay at his job. What was his job? We, we, we'll, at least shooting buffalo. Oh, killing and <laughs> killing bu- is good. <laughs> shooting buffalo and scouting and basically being like uh, Airbnb for the Great Plains. <laughs> no, I don't think he babies. was the best scout. That's he what I heard, he, but there's he, not he a lot of the, places left to go scouting in 1870. Right. right, and he wasn't the best scout, but he also didn't, like, die scouting or, like, you know, lead people to go eat other people in their party <laughs> when they get snowed yeah, in for the winter. go west or die scouting. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Bill Williams is who you're thinking of, the guy who led Fremont into New Mexico and ended up eating a couple people then. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking of whoever, like, uh, who was the guy that, like, told the Donner Party to go, oh, no, this is better, like, oh, piece yeah. of cake. Can't miss it. <laughs> Real easy. I drew this map even though I've never been there. <laughs> yeah. So like they take along some Pawnee scouts. Um those guys wouldn't touch the bones. They thought they were a race of ancient giants. But once Marsh showed them that a jawbone uh, and then held it up to one of their horses, they said, oh, that's just a jawbone. So they said, like, started bringing them a bunch of bones and got over it real quickly. Like, <laughs> and then when they got yeah, all the bones from them, they was like, yeah, it's just people. a jawbone from an ancient race of giants. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> 
Well, the, I mean, the, the 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 ancient Chinese, like, of course, you know, what what do you figure they, they attributed the dinosaur bones they would find later on to? Dragons? Uh, Godzilla. Dragons. Ding, fucking ding, dragons. Ding, 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 fucking, I said Chinese, not yeah, Japanese. Yeah, Godzilla's Japanese. Are you are you like uh, broadcasting from 1982? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh. Yes. Yeah, and that was common. Like uh, I, I I found something earlier today. Like some asshole found like a dinosaur. Th- it was clearly a dinosaur thigh bone at some point, but it was like in 18 like 10 or something like that. It was like, oh, it's clearly from a giant man. You know. Yeah, so it has to be common. from a giant man. There's no other explanation at all. Well, well, back in the day, like uh, people didn't believe that God would let uh, species go extinct. So uh, everything that was like on that the is planet so fucking from convenient. what was still on the planet, <laughs> e- even though they were literally hunting shit into extinction while that happened, they just always figured out there'd be another pocket of them somewhere on, you know somewhere on the earth in the unexplored like here be dragons territory oh, man. oh we'll kill all we'll kill all the dodos but i'm sure there'll be another island full of them somewhere yeah. well it's like thomas jefferson thought there'd be mastodons in idaho or yeah. by the time we got out there well technically there could have been like like it just depends you know uh if you subscribe to the theory of like uh uh you know people basically hunting all the megafauna it could have been Maybe. Yeah, but then know. there'd be actual bones from them. Not, you know, unfossilized bones. There is uh, some places you do actually find unfossilized mammoth and mastodon bones. If oh, mammoth and mastodon. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I blacked fact, out for a second. Been, uh, there's, there's been times when people have actually eaten the meat of uh, mammoths that they find. Yep. Frozen. I think I think it was like I heard a about National that. Geographic Society dinner. Apparently it tastes like freezer burned steak wrapped in like your, you know, Sasquatch's taint. Yeah, because they well, found it in Antarctica, right? They they dr- well, drug it in, out of a giant in block of ice. Not in Antarctica, Siberia. But because uh, Antarctica, Antarctica, Antarctica was still Antarctica ten thousand years ago, there was no mammoths in Antarctica because it was already a big island. It was just penguins and seals, just like today. Yeah, having sex with each other. Well, I don't know if the penguins ever fucked the seals, but I've seen a disturbing thing where the seals fuck the penguins. And what? It <laughs> got to practice somehow. Doesn't work. Doesn't work out great for the penguins. The late 1800s pornography arms race. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the the mid 2000s YouTube Oof. nature arms race. Oh God. Anyways, moving right along. Yeah, no. Uh, that was probably the best episode of the dollop when they're oh, the uh, penguin concentrating. The penguins just grinding oh, them up. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> boiling them of the, down. The seals of the penguins. Yep. Yeah, oh, that was of, rough. Off of, off of Australia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 1868, out on the plains, uh, things are pretty uh, still fucking hostile. Uh, they see fucking hostile. Uh, you know, uh, signal fires all around and, uh, the Sioux getting closer and closer as they're going along. Um, they find, uh, some Lakota burial platforms one day, uh, with a man and a lady, uh, the man without a scalp, paint still fresh on his face, holding a rusty shotgun and a deck of cards, like how I want to go out. 
Fuck yeah. And yep. then Marsh tells the guys, well, boys, perhaps they died of smallpox, but we can't study the origin of the Indian race unless we have them skulls. Oh, god damn it. So they took them home. Phrenology? Yep. Is that what it's called? Phrenol- Phrenology. Phrenology. Yep, yep, that was still a thing. I'm so going to feel the starting... bumps in your head. Yep, so we're starting to figure out that things evolve, but we're still going to uh, tell you how intelligent or how bestial you are from the bumps on your skull. Bar- yeah, well, talk- it's like Yale today. It's like, uh, you know, George W.'s grandpa had Geronimo's skull back in the skull and bones. Thing, well, so. we're, we're going we're gonna to talk <laughs> about somebody else's skull here near the end of this, too. Some, oh, yes. Here. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait. So uh, they continue to see some smoke signals. Uh, one night, they see a blanket of orange coming towards them. Drop a truck. Uh, they caught it in time and hit lit a backfire to kind of contain it, but it was the uh, Lakota trying to uh, smoke them out, basically. Oh, the orange was a fire? Um, I thought it was maybe spray tan or orange something. Orange was a fire. Or a smoke yep. bomb somebody so threw into your purple jeep. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Yeah, I was just saying that's where Baby Shitler resides right now on on one of your uh, mic stands that are still orange. But uh, I think that's a time to get out of town if you're uh, if the Sioux are not happy with you. Yeah, they did. uh, They did finish off their Nebraska run by going into the uh, town of North Platte, Nebraska, pretending to be uh, the Sioux and uh, pretending to attack them in in a good old Yale fun type of way. Bunch of rich Pretending dicks. to be the Sioux? Yep. Just hooping and hollering and shooting off guns. And looking white. I'm sure they were in like red face, basically. Once again, it's uh, a common thing. If they looked too convincing, they probably would have got shot, but <laughs> Well, I know, but we you know, we've talked about Boston Tea Party and uh what was the other one where they they kept a uh, well Mountain Meadows Massacre. Mountain Meadows, yeah. And uh Maverick and there was, the movie. And Maverick the movie, and there was something else where, like, it was, like, just white guys constantly dressing up like Indians and trying to fuck around. Posers. Yeah. (laughs) So onward, they go to Colorado and to Utah, and the Yaleys flirt with uh, Brigham Young's 22 daughters. Uh, Which is only half of them. Well, I just (laughs) still want to see a National Lampoon's movie about that. It's like... You know, Charles March, it, it's like a, a Euro trip or something, but like Charles March is trying to keep the Yaleys under control. But, oh, look, it's the hot Mormon daughters of Brigham Young. Ooh, super. Oh, we don't oh shit. Getting, I can see their ankles. Wouldn't that be a great Ooh. 90s, like, yeah. like drunk kid comedy? Yeah, you know, totally. Like meatballs style, like fucking. Living in the plains yeah. in the late 1800s wasn't a party until now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Plains. Movie's going to be called the, stands... the the Great Pornography Arms Race of the late 1800s. That'll be the name of it. Nash Lampoon's <laughs> Pornography Arms Race. The Great Plains, a vast expanse of timeless, timeless loneliness <laughs> until the Yaleys arrive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coming to theaters on <laughs> coming to theaters in March. The Greatest Plains. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest plain ladies. <laughs> well, that's Sarah man, that, plain and tall. That was kind of the best you could hope for in a lot of cases. <laughs> I mean, you are you are shooting for Emily Dickinson if you can get it. Yeah. Otherwise you're getting otherwise you're getting Madam Mustache. And unfortunately, <laughs> all the dudes were fucking disgusting and smelled like shit. Oh, yeah. 
And let's let's reiterate, as we always do, nobody bathed. Well, the native the natives bathed. Yeah, the natives bathed, but nobody no, white. No fucking bathed. white person bathed. Other than Charlie Utter. <laughs> right. That you and dapper. he just washed his udders. <laughs> too, too too many udders. Yep. Swing, uh, too many too many swinging udders. Too many puppies. Fuck too. yeah, swinging udders. So Cope couldn't quite go out west yet. He actually had a wife. And a daughter. He came from the rich family, uh, <laughs> but his dad was stingy and wanted him to be a farmer and uh, sent him away to uh, his relatives to uh, work at the farm growing up. Um, so he had no desire to actually work, though. Uh, 1860 rolls around. And he Wait, he was a rich kid? To, he was a rich kid and he didn't want to work? Rich kid. Huh. Yeah, imagine that. Weird. Those are usually the guys that pull themselves up by their bootstraps, right? Come up from nothing? That's strange. Anyways, they pull himself up by their underwear and give themselves a wedgie or something. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, where, oh, yeah. So he convinces his father to send her under Leedy. Uh, next year, his father buys him a farm, or bought the farm, but his Before dad didn't die. He just bought him a farm. Uh, he promptly runs it out and goes to D.C. and uh, starts uh, living off revenue from the farm. Right. Uh, Cope was we, a Quaker. As, oh, yeah. As, go ahead. As, as, as we discussed in the earlier iteration of this, because like at first there was like, boo, you know, work your own farm. Well, but it's better than like buying another person and force them to work on your farm. Yeah, true that. Which was, which was, was just, kind of which was in cows a, to give us their milk. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you talk to them nice and just kind of like, they might just you know, you give it to you. Look, you gotta yeah. know how to. You gotta know how to really work the lips to get a good milk flow from the cow. If you do it right, they're they're very giving, very nurturing. I, about I usually do it at gunpoint, but maybe that's the problem. It's the only way I can get it up. <laughs> Give me the fucking milk, Gertie. Give me the fucking milk. Uh, I'm fucking I always... so sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. I always take a leak on Salem Sioux when I'm back home. I like to sit just my fist in utter, ho- utter holes, and then while well, you stick my hand up there, and then I make a fist, and you can like hang there. Whoa, what? Oh, wow. a- Hold on, what the yeah. fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Salem Sioux. The giant concrete or fiberglass. Oh, thank God. This cow outside of Bismarck. All right, good. We're going to have to, like, we'll, we'll, like after this is done, you can post to our. Because I, I, I always remember, like, why are you posting to Instagram? We don't do this live, so you don't have to post it as we say. Yeah, it. but I'll forget if I don't. Oh, but are yeah. you ready to yeah, no, obey the cow? <laughs> yeah, obey no, uh, the North cow. Dakota, North, North North Dakota back in the day, especially, is full of uh, gigantic animal dinosaurs. Replicas. No, gi- well, I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, like, from the probably the 60s on up. So we got Salem Sioux, we got the giant white buffalo, or he's not white, is he? The one in Jamestown. I know there's a real white buffalo over mm-hmm. by that one but there's the buffalo in jamestown there's the giant walleye and a what a wapitan there's the turtle riding a snowmobile up in oh, uh, yeah. and then there's the tire rim there's the tire rim turtle up in uh what turtle mountains or something shit i don't know there's the, there's a big fucking thing there then all the sculptures off the enchanted uh, highway there the enchanted highway holy fuck and those are nightmare fuel but okay <laughs> Especially the family, but like uh, all of like these, the you can find stuff. from our new sponsor, RoadsideAmerica.com. Yeah, 
No, we're just North talking Dakota, it's full of dumb shit. Uh, just giant <laughs> monuments to... Well, like uh, the, 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 what the geese had in the sun that basically looks like geese flying into a butthole. Like <laughs> yep. over, by, uh, over by Gladstone. Yep. Oof. Come see yeah. our butthole geese. Well, I just, my favorite one is like Mighty Og, that he used to be on the outskirts of Mandan in a west, on a Westernware store. It was like a Westernware store that for some reason had a giant goddamn gorilla bursting through the roof. And then, I don't remember then, that one. Yep, it's, he's called the Mighty Og. You can look it up on, quote-unquote, like, or not quote-unquote, but like as Tony said, Roadside America. Uh, I think now he's somewhere, they moved him somewhere up north, and they just kind of like have him on the ground. They kind of built like a picket fence around him. So now he's just kind of popping, because it's only the, the upper chest. You know, there was no lower portion of Mighty Og. So they just kind of put him on the ground and put like a picket fence around him. So it's like this big like gorilla like bursting out of the ground with a white picket fence around him. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that 20-minute explanation of well, crap. Well, the thing is, like, well, we're talking about dinosaurs. You go down to uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, of course, they have the uh, the dinosaur monument down there uh, that are all the 1950s. Flintstone Village. Well, not just that, it's Custer. <laughs> But in Rapid City, the, like, the, all the ones that are green up there on the hill, they were built by a guy. He, I think his second project was making like a Jesus kind of sculpture park thing out of this, about the same quality as the shitty dinosaurs. I don't know. Like, um, I mean, they're, they're, they're all really, really inaccurate. And like the T-Rex doesn't have any hands anymore or any teeth. I don't know. It, it's great. It was built by some asshole that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing like a long, long time ago, but they're still there. That's gonna be like that's gonna be the new pyramids. That's the that's the new <laughs> sphinx, you know. And it's coming quicker than we want. What's all this virus what's, uh, what's Mile City got? Fucking nothing. No, uh, nothing. <laughs> they got fucking nothing. They got McDonald's, McDonald's. drive-through. <laughs> they, they, the, the, the only thing they got is the uh, the Taco Johns Whoa. that they like to stop at. Is it Miles? Is that the is uh, it Miles City, religious? Montana? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the religious dinosaur museum? They have a at? creepy crawler the, giant baby. Oh yeah! Oh, that's what I told you about with oh, yeah, Velociraptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god! That's, on the, that's on, that. That's on the outskirts, though. Well, this yeah. is this oh, is I, literally I, on RoadsideAmerica.com. <laughs> yeah, I, I have pictures of that fucking shit. They have the rhino. It's the yeah. baby, and then the rhino, and then the Velociraptor, yep. right in the middle of that field. Yeah, and it looks like there's something else. I can't tell what See, it is. When I, when, I, when, I, when I first drove by it, I thought, since it's that part of Montana, I thought it was like an anti-abortion thing. Yeah. It's not. It's a weird, it's, a, it's some artist that does that shit. That just is does these pop-up things. Because, yeah, for like a couple years, I was driving through, like when I go home to visit the folks, I drive past that shit. It's it's on the east side of uh, Miles City. I'm not sure if it's still there. Here we go. It it's, it, like, no, it's still, uh, Roadside America says it's still there. It's a 16-foot tall mural titled Creepy Crawler. Depicts a giant yeah. baby chasing a life-size rhino, bison, and a velociraptor. Yep, <laughs> that's so. All sick. makes perfect sense. Fuck yeah. Yep. I'm gonna find a better picture of that. Okay. Anyways, let's get back to the fucking story. At hand. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, we have a story. We're still talking about dinosaurs. We said velociraptor five seconds ago. So oh, that's it still true. Counts. Correct. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. We'll be right back. All right, how the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go? Jackalope hunting. Uh, Jackalopes? Jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. Hmm, 
I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Oh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, uh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. So, yeah, the first time you saw it, what happened? Well, like I said, I was driving through that part of Montana, which most of the road signs are all like, um, you know, take my hand, not my life, kind of anti-abortion-y. Like, that's or, mo- or methy. Yeah, there's also like, yeah, don't do meth ever. Oh, not even once? Yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, when you see a giant baby in the middle of a fucking field, you kind of figure there's supposed to be some sort of anti-abortion message. Right, but life begins at uh, conception. Yeah, but but when it's uh, has a buffalo and an erection a, and a velociraptor, and then a rhino, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what, what's the yeah. message here? What the what fuck? I was, yeah, that but is, it just it just that is kind of like dope that, that they're just like, yeah, art. So, well, I mean, still I'm though, sure fuck if you, you got close city. enough to it. Well, I'm just saying, if you got fuck close you. enough, you know, it's pretty large. But I bet if you walked up to it, there's probably a bullet hole or two through it. Oh like. yes, there has to be. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm but, surprised uh, they can. I'm surprised they can fire fire a gun with those fucking flipper hands. Well, <laughs> just depends. I'm sorry, like I, I yeah, I'm not. Why not dis- us? Why not us? Not trying to disparage the uh, the people I ran into at that McDonald's. It, it was just really weird having everybody there at one time be otherly abled in in, in such a. Um, Kind of profound fashion, I suppose. Like, you know, there's something wrong with the water. That's all. Yeah. Just you know, other places were very far away for a long time. <laughs> the yeah. Forbidden Zone, the yes. original Forbidden Zone, right? Mal yeah. City. Well, yeah. Come visit. Everybody's joking about all these, uh, these. Uh, like quarantine babies that are going to happen. Well, this goes on long enough. They're going to have flippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's Cyclops. God damn it. One of them's going to have an elephant skull. Yep. Everything that's right. old is new again. Is new new again. Let's dive back in. What's going on here? Uh, Cope. He was a Quaker. Yep. So that meant he was a pacifist. So when he was offered a major's position in the Connecticut Regulars, he declined due to poor eyesight, which never stopped Teddy Roosevelt. But At all. It was like, <laughs> he didn't I have would, contact lenses back then. So. What do you say when they... Every, every single every thing. Every fucking thing. Or any person for any reason, because that's what a man does. <laughs> that's when he got sworn in as the president of the United States. I promise to solemnly kill anything and anyone to the best of my ability for any reason whatsoever. So help me God. So help me. Yep. Holy. And if I see God, I'll kill him too. I'll kill him too. <laughs> well, yes. what was the quote? Uh, uh, um, 
Uh, it's good that Roosevelt died in his sleep because uh, if not, there would have been a fight or whatever it was when he <laughs> when DR yeah. did pass away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just punching the air. <laughs> Fuck you, Grim Reaper. Now I'm thinking of like Nick Offerman uh, in the role of Ron Swanson uh, having oh, his yeah. <laughs> sleep fighting. <laughs> sleep fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I suffer from a condition, Leslie. It's called sleep fighting. <laughs> so in a typical rich kid fashion uh cope does convince a cousin to join up while he goes off to europe which kind of pissed off his aunt uh after he gets back from europe his dad gets him a professor's job at a small quaker school in uh, philly there haverford college goes on to marry a distant cousin you know at least wasn't his sister. Uh, oh, she was only 15 daughter. miles away. Mm-hmm. So he teaches there for five semesters, which is five semesters more than Marsh did. But uh, Cope was kind of a militant, argumentative, kind of pissed off a lot of people. But at least he wasn't a, a total dick like uh, Marsh. Marsh had like no. Well, he did have friends down the line. Hung out well, with Red Cloud, but nobody really liked him at all. He, right. His uh, nickname was the Great Dismal Swamp, so it sounds like he's a real... <laughs> hey, they said I was great. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, important, the important thing we need to take away from this uh, nickname is, uh, hey, they said great. They said great. I'm great. I'm great. You can't take that away. <laughs> but also, but also I, uh, there's a thing where uh, uh, with the Quakers, I, I, there, the, you know, there's a lot of people uh, in the history of this country that were Quakers, you know, the pacifism and shit like that, but it didn't mean they were like uh, meek. They they would definitely uh, there was a lot of like speaking their mind and like saying "fuck you" to authority, kind of in the Quaker tradition as well. Fuck authority. So I'm just saying. Yeah, they're, uh, they're usually. Oh, sorry. So yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, 68 Copes goes to uh, the Marl Pits there in Jersey. Um, he actually hangs out with Marsh for a whole week there, exploring the marl pits. Mm. Mm. They were digging that up because they were using that as fertilizer, because, you know, ancient history, you might as well use it for fertilizer. Diatomaceous earth. Um, I mean, we're using it in, uh, you know, fucking oil, gas. Oil and gas and and gardening. Mm -hmm. Good for for gardening. So he, he enjoys New Jersey. Uh, Of course, we've got to throw in a little racism if it's the 1800s, uh, Quote, Irish are few, but coloreds abound. So, that's something. Peppered with racism. Uh, Fresh ground. So, after this, um, you know, Marsh kind of buys that off from under them, and that was definitely the last straw between the two of them. Well, that's the thing. Let's let's, let's lay out how that happened. It's like uh, Edward Drinker Cope had a guy that owned the land, and he would pay the guy to, like, dig up whatever he could and then send it to him. Okay, well, uh, Marsh went and hung out with Edward Drinker Cope. He's like, hey, look at, I have this land with all these fossils that, the, you know, here's how I get them and shit like that. So, like, uh, Cope, they both went away, and then Cope came back and was like, look, motherfucker, I'll pay you more if you send me them fossils. It's pretty much how that shit went down. Dick so, move, bro. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I just uh, I just kind of got on top of uh, uh, it was like uh, we were talking about how uh, 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 Marsh was a Darwinist uh, uh, and Edward Drinker Cope was a, a, a Lamarck's uh, Lamarckist. Lamarckist? Uh, 
Yeah, it was. It's another. It's still kind of evolution, but the idea was like uh, they didn't think it was uh, genetically passed down. It's just like uh, if an animal uses an appendage more, it'll become more developed or to whatever it's going to do. So like, uh, um, giraffes. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> oh, a giraffe's like trying to reach for leaves. Oh, he's trying so hard, trying so hard. So like the next generation's neck will get longer. Oh, okay, I got you. It's kind of like barking at the right idea, but it's just kind of not there. Like, yeah. Uh, no, it's um, like if if you if you ask the it's like dogs barking jingle bells. Yeah, it's like a really smart ten yeah. year old. Well, they're they're thinking that like the one giraffe is straining and straining and straining, and so he'll stretch his neck a little bit. Then he then has the kids. Genera- but then the next generation will have that stretched neck, and then it'll strain and strain and strain and stretch that oh, neck. You know, it's it's cool. kind of like if you the idea is like if you went to the gym all the time, like before you had Sola, she'd be fucking ripped right now. She'd be so fucking yoked. Like Man. if you were like a, a constant like weightlifter, like she'd be fucking just jacked. That's a like, crazy. Then, that's and, a fucking crazy thought. Like me going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fiction can be fun. <laughs> So Marsh was kicking ass professionally at the time, but uh, he was a fighter. No way. Pers- no, uh, he was failing in his personal life, though. Uh, he referred to one lady as the prettiest little vertebrate. Uh, so he wasn't too smooth, kind of lacking a little social grace there. <laughs> hey, you bipedal vertebrate! May I uh, ply you with a beverage or a he- uh, w- a libation? <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least he didn't go straight for the clam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey there, hey there, Inver- mollusk, mollusk crotch. I guess In- I don't know. <laughs> Bearded mollusk. Yeah. I got a gooey duck for you. Oh, girl. Oh. <laughs> Woof. So, 1878, Marsh goes out west again. He has to wait for uh, Red Cloud to finish his buffalo hunt, though. Yeah. It was a. Uh, Hot and miserable, and uh, but he was finding some good shit out there. Um, yeah, I'm sure he was finding the fuck out of it, not his legions of bone hunting guys. <laughs> yeah, or or unpaid interns. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, an old classmate of Marsh's went along with uh, John Wesley Paul on his expedition. Oh, sending him killer. fossils along the way. Yeah. Well, it sounds except like John for, Wesley Harden, except yeah. for. And anybody with three names is a fucking serial killer. He was wrong. the dude that found the Grand Canyon and all that bullshit. Or can't really find something that's been there for me. I started years, the but... Grand Canyon. That was me. Mm-hmm. I just started pissing and away it went. That's how powerful my piss is. Consult your physician. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's that's a good thing. You know, you can still have sex during the six foot rule as long as you have a six foot dick. So, I'm Iris, so that's right out. And we're back to the <laughs> gooey duck. Anyway. <laughs> so that way he finds out where all these uh, areas are in Wyoming, Colorado, and Utah. So even though he just got bones sent his way, this is uh, Marsh just claiming this whole territory. <laughs> What's so, up? This is all my bones. What's dirt, up, little invertebrate? I'm going to send some bones the- your way. <laughs> D- during the quarantine here, our friend Shotzi's been uh, sharing her uh, Tinder shit with us a little Holy bit on the group chat. Fuck, man. She's she's getting a lot of bones sent her way. Bah, bah. 
Yeah, it's pretty hilarious, though. What? You don't know because you don't live in this town, so you don't get to be included. You don't know any of these people. Fucking outlander. <laughs> well, that's a good thing about being a loser in these times. I haven't had to change a thing. It's like, don't leave the house. Check. All right. <laughs> don't hang out with people. Check. So one day, Marsh comes uh, across a big, herd, huge herd of buffalo. Of course, he has to shoot himself one. That's just what you did back in the day. You yeah. had to go oh, out west and it. shoot I something. Thought said he, I thought you said he shot himself. Okay, yeah. got it. Pretty close. Got it. <laughs> look, look, He'd have been lucky just to shoot himself. So this is a tale he would tell like over and over until he was dead. But um, So he takes off and starts to took off her calf. But then the whole herd stampeded with about 100,000 of them, maybe, possibly. Of course, can't really count. After about 30, I think you stop counting. Yeah. But anyway, Marsh is in the middle of this, in the middle of a stampede. So you kind of have to ride it like a wave. Uh, so he has kind of shooting his way towards the edge, which is just fun. <laughs> oh my god! Guess like asteroids or something. I'm picturing like a mosh pit with like a 357 in your hands. Like, oh, I want out of this. Like, pop, pop. <laughs> oh fuck! God damn it! Welcome to LA, motherfucker. So, <laughs> oh shit! So as as all these, uh, you know, two ton beasts or just a ton, maybe. Yeah, are, uh, are stampeding. You, you wildly overestimate the size of the mother. <laughs> well, maybe they were dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the the valley starts to uh, narrow, and uh, Prairie Dog Village, uh, you know, with all the holes and people keep tripping. Or actually, they're buffalo, not people. But uh, Marsh buffalo. does hey, man, see buffalo, a buffalo people. Buffalo are people, asshole. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, now he just walked out of the room. <laughs> He's probably breaking back a buffalo skull. Anyway, should we wait for no, that? I, no, just keep talking. <laughs> Bo, Bo so, just stomped uh, off. He sees a small butte, so he has to take off towards it and go uphill. And then he watches the buffalo. See, I told you. Oh, shit, you were right. He had a buffalo skull in the back door. <laughs> Tell him he's not people. <laughs> Say it. Damn, that thing is fucking hella cool. And I don't use hella ever. Man, it really smells bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he avoids the the uh, stampede by going up a small little hill and watching the, the buffalo kind of part the Red Sea there all around him. Um, his horse was a uh, beat the shit, though, and he didn't have any water, so he Offered the horse some liquor, but the horse declined. So I guess the horse was at least, you know, had, had his rude one year. Horse. It was a it was a Quaker horse. <laughs> well, no, yeah, he was probably that, in recovery or something. That, that's the <laughs> other guy, and also I think the uh, the Quakers drink. They're just not violent. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's like uh, horse fuel. <laughs> I'm just trying to put some gas in it. I don't know, man. <laughs> High octane shit. Well, I feel like we're gonna so be I feel like we're gonna be chasing buffalo all day. Better feed the horse some corn liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that won't slow him down or make him blind. <laughs> well, it looks like the Duke boys got himself another predicament. These drunk assholes went over there a lot of times, so we'll pick it up next week. 
with part two of the Bone Wars.